Welcome, everybody. I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Everybody, welcome to episode nine, where we talk about ten things I hate about you. Yay! I know. I I don't hate you. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> oh, I I, know, I don't hate you, Serena, and I don't hate you, listeners. I'm just telling right. you that's the name of the show. So. Yep, it sure is. I love this movie. Yeah, this is probably my favorite teen rom com out there. It's definitely one of them that's up there for me. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it is definitely in like my top five, um, especially for 90s teen rom-com for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I love this movie. Um, so as we said, it's called 10 Things I Hate About You. It was released in 1999. It is rated PG-13, directed by Jill Gil Junger. Try saying that 10 times fast. Um <laughs> I did look him up to see what else he had done. And he did do, there was a TV show with the same title for a little bit that I think was on like the WB, I think, Uh or it might've been ABC. I never watched it, but it was basically based off this whole thing. And it was like an extension, but none of the actors in this movie were in that show. Right. Um, So this movie was written by Karen McCullough and Kirsten Smith and both women also worked together and wrote The House Bunny as well as Legally Blonde, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Legally Blonde's another good one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to the cast here real quick. Uh, This stars Julia Stiles, and I don't know if you noticed, she had top billing in this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. Which which is awesome because a lot of times, regardless, a lot of times men actually tend to get the top billing and not the women. Mm -hmm. Right, and she was like seventeen when she did this movie. So yeah. Uh, so anyway, she played Katarina Stratford. She was also in Save the Last Dance, a season of Dexter, the Bourne trilogy. Actually, I think she was in all four. I think there's mm-hmm. four now. Yeah. Um, and then her other two Shakespeare movies, she did O, uh, which is based off Othello and right. Hamlet. So. I love how she kind of kept in the theme with like Shakespearean like movie like adaptations and things like that. You know. Same here. I although it's funny is I've not seen O, nor have I seen Hamlet. No, I take that back. I've seen Hamlet. I've not seen O. I've seen O. I haven't seen Hamlet. <laughs> There's a haunting moment in Hamlet where she's standing on a like a balcony kind of and uh-huh. just screams because she plays oh. Ophelia. Yeah, yeah right, it's right. really good. Yeah. Um, and then Heath Ledger played Patrick Verona, who of course we know tragically died in 2008. And yeah. he was known for The Dark Knight, where he got an Oscar posthumously for that. Um, mm-hmm. A Knight's Tale and Brokeback Mountain were his big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt played Cameron. <laughs> and he was also in Inception, Looper, and Knives Out. And just to take it way, way back, he was also in Third Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Which apparently Larissa Oltnick was as well. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, which she played Bianca Stratford. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in the show I used to watch all the time as a kid, which was The Secret Life of Alex Mack. Yes. God, I love that show. It's so good. <laughs> oh, good. Um, <laughs> she was also, she did five episodes of Mad Men, and then she was in the 1995 uh, movie, The Babysitter's Club. Cool. Yeah. And let's see, we got, oh, David Crumholtz played Michael. And mm-hmm. he was also in the Santa Claus one and two might've been a third one he was in, but I know one and two for sure. Yeah. And then he was in super bad as well. He did a few things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Keegan played Joey Donner and here's what's funny. So I looked him up to see what else he'd been in. Nothing really popped out except I saw he was in independence day and uh-huh. it was listed as one of or the older boy or one of the older boys, which means he was one of the Russell case's children. Oh, okay. And then he was also an O as well. Um, Susan yeah. May Pratt played Mandela. She was also in Drive Me Crazy and Center Stage. I loved her mm-hmm. in Center Stage, by the way. She yes. was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Gabrielle Union played Chastity, which she was also in Bring It On, Bad Boys 2, Deliver Us from Eva, which is also an adaptation of mm-hmm. The Teaming of the Shrew, mm-hmm. and Love and Basketball, she was also in. And yep. let's see, we got two more. We got Larry Miller played Walter Stratford. 
which is Kat and Bianca's dad. He was in Pretty mm-hmm. Woman and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, as well as a few others. And then Alice and Janie played Miss Perky, who was in Juno, The Help, and How to Deal, which I don't know if you ever saw How to Deal, but that's a good one. I did not. It's a, it's like, it's a Mandy Moore film. It's a little, um, it's Oh, I did. Then yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. I know. It's one of those that like, you're like, I don't think I don't I remember it. the then, name. But... Right. But then, yeah. So yeah. it was a very okay. like under the radar kind of movie. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, cool. So anyways, that's our cast for this. And. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the cast. It's a good cast, it is. It is really good, especially for the '90s, which early 2000s, because obviously this was '99, so mm-hmm. right well, on the cusp of 2000s. Yeah, and these were the breakout roles for like Julia yes. Stiles and Heath Ledger. So yeah, and I did read somewhere that Heath Ledger beat out Ashton Kutcher for that role. I'm so glad. I like Ashton Kutcher. Don't get me wrong, but I cannot I just Heath brought a whole different kind of vibe and attitude to the like movie and I just 100% I love it. oh yeah love like it. it's the Australian accent kind of that yes. longish hair the bad boy feel without being yeah. like he's like the good bad boy like he's not right, like a right. jerky bad boy he's just like a misunderstood kind of like the boy. troublemaker right exactly kind of, where you're yeah. like okay like you just right. like to sit here and freak people out because you know they're already freaked out by you right. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, butterfly knife it. at the uh, like the oh, my like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. yeah. There's there's some pretty pretty epic moments in this um in this film here, and as we kind of mm-hmm. lightly mentioned, it is based off Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, mm-hmm. um, which I did look up The Taming of the Shrew, by the way. Uh, cool. So it was believed to be written between 1590 and 1592 by wow. William Shakespeare, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about you, but to have your works last that long yeah. and be able to be a, like adapted, like that's mm-hmm. freaking bananas, yo! Like that's yeah, crazy. That is. <laughs> it really is, and I mean, and it's not just a few of his, you know, pieces of work, but it's it's a lot of them. A lot of his work is has been around and stuck around and you know I mean obviously you have the very overtold in my opinion of Romeo and Juliet yeah you know you have a million different I agree adaptations I agree I'm with you (laughs) (laughs) but it's nice when you see other pieces of his work and especially um this one and in a sense of having it you know uh based in uh, with teens and and having it being modern and having it actually work really well and they did a really good job of of portraying it and like still making it modern and obviously you know of the of its time like when it was taking place but also like still maintaining like bits of where they would you know throw in what's his name Michael and and her and Kat's best friend where they would randomly you know like say Shakespearean lines <laughs> right well and, and even Cameron when he says I burn I pine I perish yes, that's something yeah. is like the character that he would play in the in the mm-hmm. play that's mm-hmm. that's exact quotes a direct quote from it right and uh yeah so I like that I like how they threw in like little bits of that and still paid tribute to you know William Shakespeare in that sense um yes. I love and they that. did it with the school so the school is Padua right. Padua High School, um, which Padua is a real place in Italy, by the way. But uh, right. in the play, the cat and Bianca's dad, he is a lord in Padua, so mm. where the play takes place. And then the other thing, too, so Patrick Verona, you know, the right. Ledger's character, right. um, he arrived in Padua from, from Verona in the play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it's very it's kind of cool how they do it, and also it's just I I gotta talk about this high school because this high yes. school is like freaking crazy. It. You and I went to a high school that is not like very many high schools in general. We did not no. go to this high school. No. Um. So, um. <laughs> so this high school is a real high school. It is um called Stadium uh Stadium High School in Tacoma, Washington. It is a public school. Mm-hmm. Um, the school colors are blue and gold. So like when you see Kat dressed for the soccer team and you have mm-hmm. the crest, that's the actual crest of the school. 
Um, so they yeah and then I don't I kind of was looking around like I tried to pay attention to other things I don't normally pay attention to because I've Mm -hmm. seen this movie so many times so in Miss Perkins office there's a stuffed tiger (laughs) as because the mascot of the school of the actual school is the tiger yeah Um, so it was originally built for the North Pacific Railroad Company and was going to be a hotel only the North North Pacific Railroad Company ended up in financial trouble and the building ended up as storage Wow. And then in 1898, the building was gutted by a massive fire. And then it was eventually purchased, gutted, by the school district in 1904. And then they had it built by 1906 up as a, and it opened in 1906 as a high school. Uh, the fact that they got that thing up and running in two years is yeah. insane. And back in like the early 1900s, like, I know. wow. Well, they had fewer like- codes and fewer inspectors. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a lot that's of red tape back true. then. <laughs> that's true. But still, like, that's still. pretty impressive. It is. Because that high school is pretty massive. <laughs> it, it is massive. And then it um it was called, I think it was... It was just um, like Tacoma High School for a little bit. I didn't write mm-hmm. this part down. And it became Stadium High School once that Bowl Stadium was made. So oh, the Bowl okay. Stadium came a little bit later. And mm-hmm. once that was made or created, whatever, or built, yeah. I guess would be the correct term. Um, yeah. Then it became Stadium High School. Cool. But uh, the current enrollment's uh, 1,400-ish people. Mm-hmm. And I was really jealous of them because you and I went right. to school that only held 1,500 people, but we had 3,200 people at our campus. <laughs> like, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, yep. You had a, you had the main, like, part of the high school and then you had our giant like blacktop area where you did like PE basketball like all that stuff and then you had the 900 wing which was basically a small hike to the rest of your classes yeah to give everyone an idea like so we grew up in California so our our school's outdoors anyways so like Mm -hmm. everything's outside in order to get from one classroom to another you have to walk outside and Mm -hmm. I am pretty sure that from the one far end of campus to the other far end of campus is about a half a mile. Yep. Because we had eight minute passing periods and you can walk a half mile in eight minutes, but you needed the whole eight minutes. (laughs) You don't have much room for error. No. No. (laughs) And the best part is, is, uh, so when it would be time, I remember this vividly is when you would, when, one period would end and the next would start. So you would have your eight minute pass to get from one side to the next. And every, it literally felt like herding cattle at one point and everybody at some point, somebody would move and it would just start (laughs) a whole thing because you have one end going one way and the other end coming the other way. And then because our school is also- Yes. Well, they funnel us. And then when it rained, because oh, back God. then it did rain quite a bit here in California. Uh, but when it did rain, they had to lay down these platforms so we could go across because it would flood. Right. Because so. we were built, this high school was built on a floodplain. Yep. The high Over, school was yeah. built on cheap, cheap land. And so they built the high school yeah. on a floodplain. And yeah. there's a one of our yearbooks. I don't know what year. I think it's like sophomore, junior year. Uh-huh. They have old pictures from the 80s. And in yeah. one of them is um, someone had an inflatable raft in the quad. <laughs> yes. So, so just is, to give you yeah. an idea, like the name of our, the name of the town that um, I'm not going to say it, but the name of the town, I mean, I guess you could figure it out once I say this, but it actually means big ditch. Yes. So yeah, that's, that, that's, that's where we went to high school. Where we went to high school. <laughs> in a big ditch. Big ditch. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, so obviously California high schools are very different. Um, most of them tend to be outdoors. Um, yes. I don't know too many um, high schools that are. And in case you're wondering how outdoorsy it was, we didn't have a cafeteria. No, we did not. Nope. Everything was outside. Our cafeteria was a place where you get in line to get your food and then leave because they only had a capacity for 125 people for a school of 3,200 people. So do the math. You ate outside or under in the halls if it yep. rained. Or you made friends with the teacher. Just sat in exactly. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. But I did, thought it, I did think it was pretty cool that their high school colors were the same as our colors. I kind of liked I, that. I was going to say the so same good. thing. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. That. Yeah, me too. So anyways, as you can tell, this, this movie is very nostalgic for us. It came out mm-hmm. our freshman year of high school and it was like, I, I don't know. I think part of it was seeing this girl, Kat, who's like mm-hmm. this strong, outspoken person who doesn't care about what anybody else thinks of her. And mm-hmm. it was very like, oh, like I could like not really I could be that way, but like it's okay to be outspoken. Like Right. It kind of made right. that okay. And I don't know if you kind of had that same feeling, but I kind of remember feeling like, oh, I like that she just kinda is who she is and Definitely. Because I mean Okay, so in a moment, so like in the very beginning when Michael and Cameron like meet one another, um, and he's taking him around high school basically. And so just as an FYI, I actually didn't go my freshman year to the same high school that Kristen went to. Um, I eventually did in my sophomore year. Um, right. So I wasn't there my freshman year and on, I didn't grow up with everybody. So a lot of people like grew up together. They all went to the same like grade school, junior high, all that stuff. And then in high school, kindergarten, starting at kindergarten, right. we all went to school together. There's people on my Facebook right. friends that I'm like, I try to explain to my husband. I was like, Oh, it's someone I know from school. He's like, Oh, like high school is like, no, from like kindergarten <laughs> all the way through. Right. right. And see, and it's funny because I don't, I don't have that. Like I, I changed schools in the middle of my junior or my uh, junior high school. And then in the middle of my high school, I finished out my freshman year one school and then finished out my sophomore, junior, senior at my, you know, my last high school. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so coming in and, um, you know, not knowing a soul, although I take that back, I did have a lot of family at my high school. (laughs) Um, So I did have that, but we were all in different grades and just, you know, everybody had their own thing. And so, so I did know some people, but again, it's like, I, I didn't have friends automatically, you know, being there. So it was kind of funny watching Patrick and, or sorry, not Patrick, Michael and Cameron walking around. And as Cameron or Michael's giving him like the tour of <clears throat> each group of people that are there. And I don't know about you, but I, as he was going around and like pointing out these people, I, I in my mind, I was visualizing our quad and knowing exactly where each of these groups of people like hung out. <laughs> it's so and... funny you say that because like when I talk to people about high school and they're like, oh, was it really clicky like that? And I don't remember it being that way. Like I just really, I don't, yeah. And I don't know if it's because I went to like, like elementary school with like most of these people, not mm-hmm. all of them, but most of them like yeah you had your core group you hung out with but like there were people I could talk to in every like I mean I knew there was like oh yeah groups but there's people right. I could talk to and everyone so I didn't really think too much about it like right. I suppose like the ag kid like agricultural kids like the ones who were all right. the FFA <laughs> like you could yeah. pick those out of a crowd they all wore the same stuff they all wore right. their boots their wranglers and then their right. FFA jackets like they all dressed the same like it's like they got ready together every day mm-hmm. But, like, there were some of them that, I, like, people like, oh, well, who are the popular kids in your school? I have no idea. I don't know. Right. I See, no I don't know. I guess maybe because I'm an outsider, so I don't know everybody, like, personally the way that you kind of did. And so I could definitely see a little bit more clicky groups. And, and it wasn't that because, like, I, you know, I mean, for the most part, other than being in theater, I really didn't have like an issue. I mean, not saying that I had an issue in theater either, but I didn't have an issue with anybody. I didn't, I mean, for the most part, I really feel lucky that um, my, all four of my high school years were amazing. Like they were great. I had a great time. I have very good fond memories. And I know that's not the case for everybody. Um, so for me, when I think back on high school, I have nothing but like good things to say, but I do see how at some point, like there were times where it's like, oh, okay, well, I know some of these people and obviously I have classes with some of them, but in passing, if I said hi, they would say hi back. So it's not like that type of clicky where it's like, right. how dare you to me yeah, you know, nope, I don't think anybody was really like that. No, which I thought was 
was really cool. And which is why, you know, I don't know, maybe that really kind of helped, um, like form my high school years. I didn't ever feel snubbed by a group. Right. Um, which I think is a pretty amazing thing. Cause you know, again, like I said, it's not like that for everybody. Um, I just thought it was funny if it was going through and you're kind of like, Oh, okay. I can tell like, cause I mean, if you looked at our group, people knew we were the theater people group this is true we and i feel like we're so weird. <laughs> so weird we're so weird and awkward and... Weird. like look weird. you know what it is you can tell the theater group because we welcome everybody so it doesn't really matter like so you'll have right. someone dressed goth someone who right. like the dirty we hippies had and like, a few like shakespearean people that did kind of yeah. dress with their you know which fine whatever do your thing like dress yourself do it. Go for it. Not hurting anybody. So just to kind of go to another point, I for the longest time thought that uh the counselor's name, I thought she I thought her name was Miss Perkins. I don't I didn't realize that it was Perky. Miss Perky. So that <laughs> when I realized and I looked at her name, because obviously her name plates like on her desk, and I was like, right. oh my god, I was like, it's Perky, not Perkins. It, <laughs> and it that just made me. it even funnier. <laughs> me and also i mean obviously you see her write her romance novels because like she's got <laughs> but like they're like these regency dirty romance novels which i love <laughs> i love that she does this and if you look i was like like i said i started looking at things like other than just paying attention to like what was going on so i looked behind right. cameron and i'm looking right. and like he's got a bookshelf behind him in her office uh-huh. and i go those are all romance books like she doesn't have <laughs> any like any like counselor books or like yeah nothing academic it's just like harlequin romance books and i was like she's my hero i love her (laughs) we are now her as adults (laughs) she's just she is who she is she writes her novels and like everyone knows because even cat leaves and she's like i'll take it back to reginald's quivering member and like she's right well even her you know her assistant is just like she already she's like I know. She's like, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> it's not a surprise to her. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Miss Perky's great. And then she's just like, just straightforward. She's straightforward with Cameron. Uh-huh. To the He's like, am I even in the right office anymore? Right. <laughs> and then she's got Especially- Patrick. Es- and- yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And even he's a little like taken aback by her too, where he's like, but he totally what? plays into it. He's like, Oh, oh yeah. listen, we have these moments together. Should I hit the lights? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, he knows how to play her. So he doesn't get in terrible trouble. Right. Like, well, that, and I'm sure she could tell that he's, he's harmless. It's just, right. he's, just, you know, like we said a little earlier, like he's just a little misunderstood where right. he's not exactly your your typical bad boy where it's like he's doing bad things. It's just he's got a shit attitude about school, which whatever. Whatever. Like, yeah. I love that he comes into class and he's like, what I miss? And she goes, press the page of all values that dictate our education. He goes, good. And then just walks away. <laughs> Oh, and then can we talk about Mr. Morgan? I love oh, Mr. Morgan. Amazing. I wish he was one of my teachers. He is so yes. good. Oh, he was man. really good. I, I like how he doesn't play into Joey at all. Oh god. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love his attitude towards Joey. I love his attitude. Even towards Kat. It's really yeah. funny because you know, he's like, Yes, you miss I got an opinion about everything. And <laughs> you know. believe her and she's like, That's a good assignment. He's like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> He's all perky now. Out, out. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, really and then cool. by the way, I did actually find Sonnet One Forty One in its entirety yes. because he only speaks the first four lines. Right. Um, I don't know if you wanted me to read it. It's not long, but go for it. All right. <clears throat> in faith, <laughs> I do not love thee with mine eyes, for there thee in a thousand errors note. But tis my heart that loves what they despise, who in despite of you is pleased to dote. Nor are mine ears with thy tongue's tune delight, nor tender feelings to base touches prone, nor taste nor smell desire to be invited to any sensual feast with thee alone. But my five wits nor my five senses can dissuade one foolish heart from serving thee, who leaves unswayed the likeness of a man, thy proud heart's slave and vassal wretch to be. Only my plague thus far I count my gain, that she that makes me sin awards me pain. There it is. That's the entire sonnet 141. 
So basically what it's saying is like, I I love you despite like all of your problems. (laughs) (laughs) Which I mean, I'm pretty sure I need that up in my head. Kind of like true love anyways, isn't it? (laughs) Kind of how my husband feels. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Like, well, I'm committed now. (laughs) No, no backing out. Sorry. You took a vow. I know, right? (laughs) But um, yeah, I love that. I love how, I mean, obviously, again, we know where this movie comes from. Obviously, it is based off of Taming of the Shrew. Um, So clearly, it makes sense to have, um, you know, that sonnet or something like that in it like um, all the shakespeare reference but i do like how they don't just focus on the play but they add in these yeah. little extra things so like the sonnets in there which by the way yeah i thought this was very fitting mm-hmm. shakespeare wrote most his sonnets during the plague when all the theaters were shut down um oh. so he wrote them during 1593 to 1594 and then a total of 154 sonnets were published and those got published in 1609 you know, after going through what we went through this last year and and still are going through, um, I You're ready to start writing your sonnets. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> Do you, I don't. There, I mean, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right, but no, I mean, I it totally makes sense because I mean, at when you are not saying obviously, I don't know exactly how you know how he felt or whatever, right. but. When you are basically down to your bare minimum as far as entertainment goes and things like that, like, yeah, you do kind of have to start getting creative. And obviously we we are a very spoiled generation because we have literally the world at our fingertips right. and, you know, we can go anywhere we want virtually if you want to go that route. But I mean, at the same time, though, there's just something... I don't know about a lot of people, but I mean, I know you and I both enjoy writing and sometimes there's just a point where it's like, you just want to grab your pen and paper and just break away from like the digital world and just Mm -hmm. kind of find a spot, sit down and just write, you know? And so, especially when it's during a stressful time, such as these, (laughs) um, I find myself doing that more and more. So it completely makes sense that he would, you know, write this during the time that he did. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get And like, I was a little surprised to see that he wrote him during the plague. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he's you got the time. Not, not <laughs> Somebody else like came up with like math or something, like some kind of like trigonometry or something. I don't remember. So, right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, not that anybody has to do something great during pandemic. No. Sometimes, like sometimes your day is just getting out of bed, and that's okay. the best thing you can do that day, and that's totally okay. Like no shame. Exactly. So, exactly. But no, anyways, yeah. I've had those moments more often as yeah. of late. Oh, same <laughs> thing here. Or it's like yeah. you know what? I made it out of bed today. That's what. That's my big accomplishment today, and. I that was my goal for the out day. Of my pajamas. That's what I did today. Yeah. So that's okay. So Definitely. I hear that. Um, and yeah. So, and then obviously I'm pretty sure one of our favorite characters is the dad. I love um, him. Dad. <laughs> that's how I would parent hundred percent. Just kidding. Oh <laughs> so amazing. Great. He's so um, great. <laughs> he's he's just, so neurotic but like you hear yeah. them talk about their mother who's disappeared and it sounds mm-hmm. like she left not like died, died. but right. walked away who knows yeah. i i kind of wish there was more to it like i would i'm very curious right um but like he's got two teenage daughters and this poor man delivers babies mm-hmm. like he's <laughs> terrified that he's gonna end up being at the catcher's end of one of his own daughters before right. like their time <laughs> yeah and I mean you know I I know every I know a lot of parents I don't want to say every I know a lot of parents do have that moment especially when it comes to daughters you know but I mean I can't imagine being an OBGYN and raising two daughters alone and being oh a, a father at that like so I I kind of see why he is neurotic I, <laughs> I do very- too I like I get it but like he is, but all, he is all, over the top, but he's entertainingly over the top. Right. 
And all in all, in all honesty, I really feel like he is a good dad and he just really, he doesn't know what he's doing. None of us really know what we're doing. No. Um, but I do, you know, I don't know. And obviously it's a movie, so, but. Well, he wants the best for them. That's really what yeah. he wants. He wants them to do well in school. He wants them to go to college. Like, yeah, he would prefer that they stay <laughs> home. So he right. I get right. that. Like, you know, and so he, he's got that in his mind. So his worry, like, I understand his worry. His worry is that they're going to end up, you know, not continuing on and doing great things that he wants Mm -hmm. them to do. And exactly. so, like, I get it. Like, his heart's in a good place, even if he is, like, totally insane about it. He just needs to bring it down a bit. (laughs) Right. But I love how he changes the rule because he's like, oh, I've got a daughter on my side. And so he's just like, he's like, all right, well, Bianca can date when she does. And then... (laughs) course but like he doesn't expect the loophole to happen no which is no yeah no he does not expect cat to all of a sudden want to be on a date or going out or whatever and it's not that she's hard either because obviously the whole setup is you know patrick everybody they're trying to get cat to date so bianca can date and that way bianca can be happy and you know with her little boyfriend whatever well I think she's gonna date joey which of course doesn't happen but no uh, well she actually i like how she finds out very early on that joey's just the self-absorbed oh so like i love how she finds it out really early on especially during uh, the party yes during the party and then you know she kisses cameron and everything and uh yeah i've always loved that it's the next day and they're mm-hmm. Cameron and Patrick and Michael are all talking and he's just like Yeah. He's like he's like, What did you do? The plan was working. And he goes, I, he's like, I thought you wanted out. And he goes, Well, yeah, until she kissed me. And like he's like, Where? Like, like, where did she kiss you? And he goes, In the car. And this looks like that's not what I meant. <laughs> exactly. Poor Cameron. He's so like he's so like pure. Like he's just this like kind person like he just <laughs> loves her and yeah yes. but he's like yeah in the car and he's like that's not the question I asked yeah he's like um okay but yeah and I I love yeah I do love how they didn't make her go through this whole like ordeal with him and being like in a relationship with Joey or whatever and that yeah you could clearly tell after a while she was just like bored and like this is not at all what I expected right <laughs> you know? she was like oh I thought I'd date the popular guy and this would be great and then she realizes this is basically terrible and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a major uh douchebag but oh yeah for sure that's his that's that's the point of his character right so. <laughs> so, oh yeah. my god the first time yeah. you see him I don't know if you noticed but when Michael's taking Cameron around and then he catches sight of Joey and they hmm. pan back you see Joey in the background with his friend Joey's mm-hmm. wearing sandals. Oh with yeah, his, like slacks and button-up shirt. Yeah. He and wears like, sandals a lot. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, where, I know. Where are your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> You're at school. You're not going to the beach. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> to be fair, we wore sandals at our school oh, all the yeah. time. But we I didn't wear them with slacks and a button-up. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. And so. we were six miles from the beach, so exactly. Maybe less. So I don't know. we could we could ditch school and go to the beach. We, we never did that. We never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to talk about the soundtrack of this movie too. Yeah, so I did want to talk about the soundtrack just because I I loved the soundtrack. I owned the soundtrack. Um, I actually don't know what happened to it. And I, I wonder if it's on Amazon. I'll have to take a look later. If not, I guarantee it's on Spotify. So there it is. Um, yeah. Oh, and so <laughs> but, are we, friend. <laughs> We're on Spotify yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. You would know if you're listening to this already. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, they have Letters to Cleo, Save Ferris. Uh, one of the girls, there was a girl in my Spanish class who was a huge Save Ferris fan. Um, and she is actually the one that kind of got me into Save Ferris because like on her binder backpack, I, one of those things, there was a giant sticker for them. And so for a good while, um, I really enjoyed uh, Save Ferris. They were really good music. So That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I love the music all throughout the movie. I, it, 
hold, all those songs like hold a special place in my heart just because I will forever be a 90s kid and teen until the day I die just that's where my heart belongs <laughs> well like and probably the best musical number in this whole movie was done by Heath Ledger yes which, where he sings um can't do take my know, eyes off of you and oh my god know, it's so good. do you know if um and I meant to look it up but do you know if that's actually him singing is that actually him? from what I understand it is him singing that's wow. from what I've heard I've not heard otherwise so I'm yeah. pretty sure that it was him I did read that it was Julia Stiles idea for him to sing that song that's amazing that makes it that much better <laughs> yeah so I did hear that they also dated for a little bit after they met during this they did yeah I think not very long it's like a couple months right. like it wasn't anything super serious. I think that always happens between you know I would think so well it's like you're working with them you're with them all the time like and they're supposed to be your love interest in the movie so of right. course you're gonna maybe develop some type of feeling you know absolutely yeah um, I don't yeah it's yeah it is but yeah is. I yeah. I love that. And then can I just say one of my favorite moments between uh, Cameron, Michael, and Patrick is when Cameron's basically giving him the lowdown of what he found out about Kat. And yes. so he tells him that Kat basically likes pretty guys. Right. You, know? and <laughs> you don't think I'm genu- a pretty guy? guy? <laughs> and he's like, well, no, like, like we think you're beautiful. Like, <laughs> Because he's a good he's a pretty guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I love that part. I just love his, and it's funny because it's not like he's like, oh, I'm just joking with you guys. It's like, no, he was genuinely offended. <laughs> like, well, the best is too is they tell him where to go find her at Club Skunk, and he's like, oh, I can't be seen there. But then he goes in, and the bartender knows him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, what is happening? Like, I can't be seen there. So, like, there has yeah. to be something where I never understood that. Like, okay, well, did he yeah. say it to them to like save face, or right. did he go or maybe other he night for the- different music? Right. Or it's kind of like, well, maybe because he, at one point they do meet him like at another like biker bar or whatever. So right. obviously he goes places. So maybe he knows a bartender from someone else, somewhere else. I don't know. But then the guy said, I didn't expect to see you here tonight. So I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I'm wondering if maybe he goes there. But anyways. It's not for I that always thought it was music, pretty entertaining. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I then, know you also mm-hmm. want to talk about when Kat gets him out of detention. Oh, man. Which is amazing. I don't know if you've noticed. So I noticed this years ago that when mm-hmm. she flashes the teacher, if you look behind the teacher, Patrick is looking at her just for like a second or two. So he actually sees what she did right before yeah. he hops out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. That's yeah. funny. Um, I love that. I love that she flashes her teeth. She has no idea what to yeah, do. She's just I like, don't, like this. It's <laughs> like, well, they go left and then we go right and boom, we score. We win. And he's like, yeah, but, but how do we how do we get them to look left? And she's like, uh, like this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. I love my friends and I don't know if I could ever have the guts to do that. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> It's pretty ballsy. So, like, I gotta hit it for her. <laughs> She's just like, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I kind of did want to talk about you. Um, one, I wanted to mention another one of our favorite parts. I guarantee is our favorite part is when um, the dad catches Bianca and, her, and Chastity coming down the stairs trying to sneak out to go to the oh party. God. And yeah, I know you love it because I, I do. It. I love this whole thing. First of all, he tells them they should have used the window, and I thought, yeah, you should have. You guys are stupid. And then, <laughs> right? like, and then, um, but then he makes her wear the belly, and like, <laughs> oh my god, like how demoralizing is that? And she just puts her arms out because she knows there's no fighting it. Right, right. She just there's no then, use. But the best, the best, the pure gold moment is when Patrick goes. Who knocked up your sister? (laughs) (laughs) And she just stares back at him like, shut up. (laughs) Although one of my favorite moments, and it's, it's, I love it. It's just amazing. It's when, um, 
when they all go to prom and then Joey shows up at the house after everybody left. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Stradford, I'm here to pick up Bianca. And he doesn't say a word. He just <laughs> closes the door on him. And I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> it's just, it's the look. The, the look, look. Gives Oh my God. Just, just no. Glaring. <laughs> like he's like, I wouldn't let you in even if she was here. Like, we know right. she's not there, but like Joey. <laughs> Joey doesn't know. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god! I was. It was just that was such a great moment, and I love when Bianca talks to her dad about wanting to go to prom, Mm -hmm. and he has this whole thing like where he's using all the kid like colloquialisms, (laughs) and he's like, "I'm hip, I'm cool, I got the four one (laughs) one." And I love when she walks away, and he's like, "Mama didn't raise no fool." (laughs) Yeah, and then like his neighbor throws his like little exercise thing back. Oh but my like, god! I, I love it. Yes. I went back to community college, and when I was like my first year, when I went back, I was thirty three. I went back, mm-hmm. and like these, I mean, they're kids, they're kids, guys. <laughs> and then like I'm in my thirties, and they they do they use words that you don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like at one point, like I you know I made friends with some of these guys, and like right. they're good people. Like they're a lot of fun. Right. They're really nice kids, and so one of them. He was telling me about the word yeet. And I was like, that's not a real word. And he goes, goes, no, you got it. You know, you yeet something. And I was like, no. But what does it mean? You know, like when you make like a basket and it's really awesome, you go yeet. And I was like, this can't be real. I was like, I literally sat there for 10 minutes thinking he's messing with me. This guy is fucking with me. It's what's going to happen. It's a noise. There's no way this is like a real word people are using. He's just telling me this because I'm old. And like he wants me to use this word someday so he can laugh at me. Like that's really what I thought. Turns out yeet is a word that gets used by the young generation. (laughs) Yeah, my 14 year old uses it. And I'm like, what are you saying? And he's like, yeah. We're the generation of what's up. So. Right. We really and, have a leg to stand on here. <laughs> and and the bomb. Everything yeah. was the bomb. Yeah. Pants. We've got nothing. We don't we're in we're in a glass house, Serena. We can't be throwing rocks. Like we can't. Yeah. So and it, you know it. what you know what what is funny, but it also kind of hurts my soul a little is like when I watch a lot of like these nineties movies and I watch them with my fourteen year old who is a teenager, who is, you know, who watched who I was his age when I was watching some of these movies, you know? Right. And to me, I'm like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And he was like, why, why did they say that? Or why did they dress like that? Why did they look like this? And I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> like I am offended. Like how dare you? You're in touch. You can just leave. That's how that's exactly. <laughs> and then he looks at me and he was like, and you tell me that we're weird and that we have weird sayings and weird <laughs> words. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Go to your room. Just I, know. <laughs> like, I don't need this negativity in my life right now. <laughs> you are just the worst. Who raised yeah. you? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how dare you? Just kidding. No, it's really funny. But no, there are times where he's, he like loves, you know, some of the stuff that I watch and, and things like that. And then, you know, and then I have Leah who's 10 and, you know, she's, she's a little more open to it than he is, but a lot of them are like rom-coms and stuff like that. So right, uh, it's more her style and, and stuff. But anyways, I just think it's hilarious when, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, like this was cool for me, like at your age, or I totally understand. And then I hate now that I'm like, well, when I was your age, this movie was, and I'm like, no, I can't, I, I cannot be saying when I was your age. Ugh, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> it is so, so sad. I'm like, I, yeah, anyways. Um, there was um, so there was something else I know you wanted to talk about it and I was gonna talk I actually wanted to uh-huh. talk about this too and I saw it in your notes cool um and you mentioned the party scene and yes. how you can't relate and I was gonna bring this up too because uh-huh. like in every teen rom-com there's a house party and I don't <laughs> know if you and I just never got invited to them or nobody helped them <laughs> like I would just right. my guess is we didn't get invited. That's pretty right. much my guess. Yeah. But like 
I did okay. I have to know. We have to put this out here. I gotta put this yeah. question out. Were high school teen house parties that much of a thing? Like, did you guys do that? Because when I say like I, we didn't attend one, I wasn't even aware these happened. Like that's mm-hmm. that's how I unaware. Feel, I feel like I feel like maybe like eighties early 90 house parties were a thing which obviously would put us at a very like younger age um so I don't know I mean I remember a few again just being in class and hearing people talk um I remember hearing of like a few house parties but honestly I feel like we had because of the location and where we live I feel like we had a lot more beach like night parties than actual house parties so yeah but like like the bonfire parties but like i don't remember booze there like no i don't remember that either but i don't know and it's not like oh we were like goody goodies or whatever because i mean i kind of was because i was terrified of my mother but (laughs) that's true (laughs) i've had a deep deep fear of my i still have a deep fear of my mother like i'm i just do she's you know she can can hear all your She's a very strong woman. <laughs> no, like, I totally get it. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I was kind of a goody goody because I didn't want my mother's wrath because to me it just yeah. was never worth it. So no, I totally agree. So, yeah. So like I don't know. Like if we'll see. Okay. And know. then so okay, so I look at my high school years and then I look at my brother's high school years. We're four years apart. And I see him and then I hear his stories and even my mom like will like attest to this too. And he went to a lot of high school parties, like house parties where like there was drinking and there was, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know. And, but he was in a completely, my brother was a football player. He was a wrestler. So he was part of Oh, so I guess, we weren't cool enough and we didn't get invited. No. That's really what you're saying. <laughs> that's, so that's basically what it comes down to. We were not okay. in that room. Well, as long as I know now. <laughs> but yeah, because in talking, and it's so funny because like, you know, we'll talk about it. And because again, like me, my brother, my sister, we're all four years apart. We all went to the same high school, but we all had very different crowds that we hung out with. And that's, I think one of the things that I absolutely loved about our high school was that I was a theater like nerd. My right. brother was a jock and my sister was more, cause we're Hispanic too. My sister was more with like the Hispanic crowd that was there at yeah. the school. And it, that school was able, and all three of us had, as far as I know, I mean, I, I, 99% sure that all three of us finished our high school years with no issues with yeah. anybody. Yeah. You know? same. And I, my older brother, he's three years older than me, but he was a computer kid and hung mm-hmm. out with all the computer. Like he, he actually, he went to school with him and his friends are the ones who put the net, the high school network, like the networking computers. He oh, wow. did that. That's wow. what he did. He did all that networking for um to put everything together and connect all the computers and all that. Like he's why we had a network. Right. That's um, so funny. He did that, hung out with his computer nerd friends. Right. And um they had a teacher there that she was also worked with them mm-hmm. um on doing stuff like that. And so she was like the, the advisor basically for it. But right. she kind of basically let the computer kids do whatever they wanted. So mm-hmm. like <laughs> So, but I think as far as I know, he had a good experience. And then my younger brother actually went to a different high school because they finally built the second high school that they needed. Oh, like, right. yeah, so they finally, in our area, our, in our area, we had one high school that had three middle schools feed into it, which is why our high school is so overpopulated. Giant. Um, yep. Yeah. So they finally built the second high school that needed to be built probably 10 years prior. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, he went to that high school, but he did soccer for a little bit, but he had his own group of friends that were mostly athletes. And mm-hmm. as far as I know, he also had a good high school experience and, uh, yeah. yeah. And he, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess just to bring it, new high school. Right. Yeah. But yeah, just to bring it back to like the party scene. Yeah. I guess basically it came down to, we, we weren't in the right crowd for that. But I will say we attended some bomb as Denny parties because uh, we had our cast parties. We're not winning. Oh, okay. 
whatever i don't know about you but i fucking enjoyed those things (laughs) they were the greatest things ever (laughs) so those are the type of parties that we went to yeah we partied hard we we partied hard with both hands um in the denny's diner and in the parking lot (laughs) shakes and and, uh, fried mozzarella sticks oh my god yeah honestly though i don't know i mean i've never been I've never been a huge drinker anyways. And so I never would have been just a nervous, sweaty wreck at a house party, I'm sure. I'd be like, my mother's going to know. She's going to know. And it's going to be ruined. And my life is going to be Basically, she's going to know. I don't know how she's going to know. How is she going to know? know. I'll just know. know. Nobody's going to (laughs) know. But anyways, but yeah. So, Oh, I also want to talk about the amount of smoking in this film. Yes. Like, how weird is that now to see? Like, like yeah. nobody smokes anymore. I mean, no. that's not true. A lot of people still smoke, but like, yeah. like I guess I it's not so out in the open. It's not in. It's not really featured in movies unless you're no. unless you're doing it during a certain time, like the well. And it night. sure as heck isn't featured in the high school. Like, oh god, in no. the high school <laughs> building, like he lights up in the high school and his friend puts it out in the frog, and like, but like. <laughs> There's a lot of smoking in this film, surprisingly. There is is a lot of smoking. Really interesting. I don't remember people smoking that much in high school. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, but I love um, the moment when Kat gets, not love, I shouldn't say that, but there's the moment when Kat really, she gets shit-faced, you know, and she up on the table she starts dancing and everybody's like yeah because if you also remember there is a certain part and there is a part in the movie where she was popular at yeah, one point she, she was. was that in crowd person right you know and there was a moment that changed that for her um which we'll talk about in a little bit but yeah. um but yeah so you know with her jumping up on the table and things like that and even and patrick you know knows that that's not normal for her like that's not okay obviously she is drunk and easy like maybe at one point she might have been that person but she's not that person anymore like right she's and definitely yeah person now right and it's definitely not the person that you know patrick's been like learning to know you know right and so I'm, I, you know, and how he just kind of sticks with her and, you know, tries to be there for her and stuff. And then, you know, and then she jumps up and she hits her head on the chandelier and kind of gives herself a little mild concussion. Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then, but he's there for her and then he takes her out and, you know, takes her outside because he's like, you need fresh air. Like, you need right. to sober well, like, up. He, like- he just that's what he does he just takes care of her and he doesn't really think twice about it he's just like mm-hmm. well i came here with her so like yeah she's kind of nutty but like right. not that she's his responsibility but right he's not gonna abandon her like he's not gonna just leave her to her own devices and let her get right. taken advantage of or anything like that right but then i also like in the meantime as he's trying to make sure she's okay because she's up there having a good time dancing you know whatever um you know he also off to the side you know cameron comes up to him and he's like that's it i'm done i don't want to do this you know like right and he just has this like little heart-to-heart moment of like do you like her like if you like her then you know like what was all of this for kind of right you know and and that's the thing like he's i think part of it too is he sees he's starting to really like cat and i don't think he's ready to let go of any of this but right the advice he gives cameron is very profound like yes he tells him don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't have like go for it like do it don't sit there and you know which is pretty good life advice right exactly um yeah, so I kind of like how he has his moments of where he is a very intelligent human being. He is he's not as um what is the word? As a delinquent as everybody makes him out to be, you know. Right. And I like that. So and then of course I love the moment when they're Kat and Patrick when he finally does get her outside and they're on the swings and I can't believe he puts on her swing. Up. I know. Oh, there's nowhere else to sit. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, I guess the floor would have been a better option. Right. 
Well, then she starts to fall back, and he's like, oh, whoa, whoa. It's like, dude, you put her on a swing. Like, what did you expect? Right. And then she just straight up, like, kind of passes out, and he's like, no, no, no. Like, we're not doing yeah. that. You need to stay awake. And then, you know, and then she tells him that his eyes have green, and then she, like, hurls all over his I know. feet. <laughs> and maybe that's why I stayed awake. I don't enjoy throwing up. And it always seemed like somebody was throwing up because, you know, party drinking. Right. That stuff. So, anyway. But, um, yeah. So, I don't know. There are a lot of just a lot of great moments in this movie and I feel like we could go on and on. We can go on and on. Although we did real quick, I think we really want to touch on the relationship between Kat and Bianca. Yes. And how they have, like, they don't really see eye to eye. They have their moments but, like, as the movie progresses, they start kind of finding common ground. And you have that moment where Kat finally talks to Bianca and tells her what happened, which is she had slept with Joey when she was 14. I don't know if you got that. Like, 14-ish, and she sleeps with Joey, which is really young. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know it happens, but it's still really young. And and of course, she tells Joey that she's not ready, which of course she's not. Like, I don't think any 14-year-old is ready, whether they think they are or not. And Exactly. um, You know, and so then Joey dumps her, and then Mm -hmm. that's when she kind of ends up kind of changing who she is kind of like well exactly. i'm not going to be I'm not going to be this perfect little person that does what everybody wants and right you know and i kind of get i i think when i was watching this movie growing up um mm-hmm. or as a teenager i i never really agreed with bianca for throwing her sister out because her sister just told her like this thing that she's been hiding and hasn't told anybody mm-hmm. and finally opens up and then her sister still kind of throws her out of the room and she's like right like i get it but then like you know, because, like, Bianca tells her, she's like, okay, but, like, you still are, like, screwing with my life. Like, how does that make it right. better? Right. And, like, now older, I can kind of see. I'm still more on Kat's side than Bianca's side, but I get yeah. what Bianca's saying about how, like, well, you right. you made decisions for me. Right. Which is kind of, right. like, your whole thing about not having, like, I get it. So. Right. And that's how, yeah, because I feel like maybe she already feels like, okay, well, I get enough of that from dad and now you're just helping him, you know, right. and you're making to where I can't have any experiences because you had one bad experience, you know, right. and I get the whole like wanting to make sure that she doesn't repeat the same mistake, especially knowing that she's on Joey's radar. Yeah. You know? And so I completely understand that and I get that and I do, but then, yeah, like you said, I do kind of, but I do see the other side of where Bianca is because it's kind of like, well, you're not even giving her a chance. You don't know how she's going to react in that type of situation, you know, and clearly on her own at the party scene, you know, she clearly makes her own choice of like, yeah, this guy is a douche and not worth it. Like over it, (laughs) you know, but it's. But yeah, at the same time, it is kind of like, well, your sister was in a really vulnerable moment in the state and you just totally like blew past Yeah, I think that's what kind of bothered me. It was that Kat was like super vulnerable for once in her life. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like Bianca just didn't appreciate that. No, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, again, it's, it's. She kind of redeems herself at the prom. When oh god she, that's glorious I love it it's so good it. it's so amazing <laughs> and she just and i love that it's bianca that finally tell uh-huh. like finally wails on joey yes like i'm so glad it was her like she stood up for herself she you know she took a page out of her sister's book and right the best is like the first one because that's for making my date bleed <laughs> right <laughs> she, right <laughs> And then she stands up for her sister and then herself. And but yeah, yes. I love Joey. Shit, Bianca, I'm sure you no spray ad tomorrow. Like <laughs> it's like really like that. And but again, that's just that's who he is. You that's know? who he He's is. Very self-absorbed and hundred percent. Yeah. And no, I, just, I love and then I love the next morning or whatever morning. Um the next, when yeah, the class. Monday at school. Yeah. And he's got the black eye and tells him to take off his, <laughs> his glasses. And oh, it's so he good. At him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. Yeah. But, 
And then, oh, of course, yeah. the poem. And I actually yeah. really loved um, the end after. So when obviously the poem is great. And uh, yeah, but the it was the end when Bianca or Bianca, when uh, Kat goes to her car and sees the guitar and everything. But she tells mm-hmm. Patrick, she's like, you can't just buy me a guitar every time you screw up, you know, and he goes, <laughs> but like, instead of him, like, you know, he just goes, yeah, I know, but there's always drums, bass, and maybe even one day a tambourine. Like, he's, <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, but- the- <laughs> there's other options. Yeah. <laughs> I'll it's just outfit the band you want to run. <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> but yeah, it's such yeah. a good movie. And okay. so, and yeah, I guess, you know, this movie is just amazing. It's got an amazing soundtrack, an amazing cast, and definitely gives you, especially if you are a child of the 90s, early 2000s, like, I don't know, or teen, I guess you should say teen. Yeah, a teen, um, yeah. That gives you all the feels. And clearly we had, we enjoyed our high school years. Uh, we yes. had nothing bad to say about our high school years. So again, other I, than I, the overcrowding and flooding problem, but that's yeah. really, <laughs> that was more high school, actual <laughs> either here nor there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but as far uh, as people, I, you know, I feel like we all had really good, like not we all, but like you and I, we had really good experiences being yeah. there. And For sure. um, yeah. So yeah. And, and then uh, clearly this sorry, movie definitely oh it's, okay, it's just very nostalgic for sure and um if anyone else is looking to watch it you can watch this on disney plus um yep. which is where i watched it i believe serena watched it there too <laughs> yeah um so you can watch it on disney plus uh so if you make haven't... sure yeah sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i was if gonna you... say <laughs> Go ahead. I'll just wait. I was going to say, make sure to watch it all the way to the end because there are bloopers at the end of the movie yes. during the credits and they are gold. They are hilarious. They are so, so funny. Yeah. So anyway. And the ahead. band at the top, by the way, during the credits, we watched the band first play. The director mm-hmm. had told the band, so they were like up on the roof. It's really windy. And the director had told them, don't screw this up because every time the helicopter takes off, it's $500,000. Ah, and so, yeah, so, like the the lead singer of the band was saying like, so we're out there singing and it's windy. Mm-hmm. And all I'm thinking in my head is don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. And you see the helicopter off in a distance. And they said it came roaring by us and all i kept in my brain was just keep going keep going because it kind of costs 500 grand that is nuts yeah also um the band that's playing at the very end so the band that's playing in high school that is actually save ferris right Um, and then at the end it's letters to cleo isn't it yes and that one is letter to letters to cleo so yes Yeah, Those were and, fun. Uh, but anyways, so, but after the band sings, there is the outtakes and they're very entertaining to watch. Yeah. They're very good. And uh, so. um, I Definitely think, oh yeah, I was going to tell people just, if you haven't watched it in a while, give it another watch. It's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Even as an adult, it's so fun to watch. So. It is. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, also keep an eye out for the next couple of days on our Instagram because we're going to have some fun trivia and polls and our stories about this movie. And yes. we have, you know, our posts about them too with some of our favorite quotes and things like that. So make sure to um, catch us at Boy With A Coffee already on Instagram. And we are also on Facebook as well. So yes. we have a little Facebook page up. So yeah. And then um, we it. are on Patreon officially. Yes, we are officially on Patreon. (laughs) So we'll put links in that in the show notes. Um, There's three different tiers that you can sign up for. It's all spelled out on what you can get for those tiers. Um, They include things like early access to episodes, the extra special stuff we do, even a few like thank you gifts. um, Mm -hmm. Depending on which one you do. So all this really really cool stuff. So make sure you sign up for Patreon. We would greatly appreciate it. We think. Like you have no idea how much we'd appreciate. It. Like that's amazing. Yes, and, it'd be amazing. Uh, <laughs> so we'll make sure. Like if you do sign up for Patreon, we'll take good care of you guys and yes. make sure you we get all have- kinds of extra content and yes. make it worth your while for sure. Yep, um, yep. Yeah. And then if you have any suggestions for us ever, please send us an email. Uh, you can with the, our email is thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail dot com, and just in the subject line, just include that it's a suggestion, so we know. What, mm-hmm. you're, what you're emailing us about um yep. and 
uh yeah you can then, oops, like, sorry, <laughs> i was gonna say make sure you subscribe so if you can't sign up with patreon totally get it i understand um but subscribe because that also helps us tremendously yes so. so fun fact if you actually go to our personal website thecaffeinatedbesties.com um you can actually go into the little tab section for podcasts and under that is a subscribe button and it pulls up all of our platforms that we're on and you can pick which one you want and you can subscribe right there. It'll take you to that platform. So like if you are, if you hit Spotify, it'll take you and it'll open up your Spotify. Right. So hit the subscribe button and make sure that you're subscribing to us. Cause that really, really helps us um, more than any type of amount of money. Good. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So go ahead and hit subscribe to us. And then also on the website, if you go there, um, mm-hmm. to our podcast it's really easy to see all the show notes and click yes. on them and stuff and you can listen directly from the website which is also really really cool so yes. anyways i think yeah. that might be it and next week we're talking we're gonna keep it in high school because we're not yes. ready to leave yet guys high no. school is just <laughs> i didn't have to pay bills i had no responsibility <laughs> very minimal responsibilities right so I my biggest responsibility was taking serena up to take her to school which i forgot yes. her <laughs> and then can i just say this was back when we had minutes on our cell phone oh my God. And you would tell me and i had caller id on my home phone so yeah. you would tell me if i'm gonna call you ring. but don't answer <laughs> right because it cost me minutes if you answer so i'd ring twice like basically like a doorbell be- being lazy and not just actually enough for her, yeah just enough yeah. for her caller id to like pop up right and then i'd hang up and then she'd come out the house so oh anyways anyways <laughs> um, good times we're gonna keep it in high school and we're gonna talk about clueless just so excited about i love clueless. i'm so 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 excited about i'm that. so that excited is- we can talk about the Pismo beach disaster Oh my god! How did we ever recover from that? Oh, <laughs> like, <okay>. Anyway, <laughs> no. we want to thank everybody for your uh, support so far, for yes. following, subscribing, all of that. We greatly appreciate it, and obviously listening to us because this is so much fun. Clearly, we enjoy doing this. Yep. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will catch you guys next week. Yay! Awesome! Yay. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.